Welcome to a Second Chance at Life podcast. I am your host, Arvilla Bedworth. I help women who've been confronted with life's challenges turn their experiences into an opportunity at a new direction in life. Each week, you will hear motivating stories, life-changing interviews, along with actionable tips and strategies to doing life over again. Now, let's get the show started. Welcome to a Second Chance at Life podcast. I am your host, Arvilla, and this is episode number 39. Hey, what's going on, everybody, and happy Monday. Thank you for joining me for another week, another episode. If you are new to my podcast, I want to welcome you. And if you're one of my returning listeners, thank you for coming back. Well, let me just start this podcast off with happy October. We are officially in the fourth quarter of the year. I cannot believe how fast this year has gone. I mean, literally, it seemed like just in March, I was talking about how I couldn't wait till spring, summertime comes so I can enjoy more daylight, more weather. Now we're into the fall season where it's going to get cooler, plus it's going to get darker faster. But I must say, this summer, I really had a great summer. I had some much-needed time off at home, got to go on a nice seven-day trip with my family. So this summer, I cannot complain. It's probably one of my best summers that I had And I think not more for the just the vacation and going away, but I think just spending time with myself and being able to come home and just really unwind and be in my things. Because when you're an overroad truck driver, there's times where you're on the road for 30, 40, 50, 60 days at a time. So when you get home, all you want to do is rest in your own home. You're so used to eating out different places, sleeping different places, driving to different places. Just the sense of being stable is all you ask for. So I definitely had a great summer. I can't complain. When it's time to go back to work, I'm on it. Real quick, I want to say next week I have Joy Larkins of Live Narc Free, a narcissist abuse coach. She'll be on next week to talk about her experiences with narcissism. So make sure you guys check out the episode next week and let me know what you think. So let me go ahead and just get started with this week's episode, how to recognize a narcissist. I believe we all seen, met, work with, been around, even in a relationship with a narcissist. Narcissism is a personality disorder known as Narcissistic Personality Disorder or NPD. Someone that has NPD feels they have a sense of entitlement, they don't care for the needs of others or their feelings, and believe that they are more important than they really are. 
Being in a relationship with a narcissist will have you second-guessing your own mental health due to their low self-esteem and unrealistic expectations, they make you feel like you're the problem in the whole relationship. Now you can do everything in your power to please them when all actuality, they are the ones that are not happy with themselves. So today, I want to give you some signs that help you recognize if you're in a relationship with a narcissist, and if you are, how you can try to avoid getting in a toxic relationship and getting yourself out. In the week of, look at a calendar, October 18th, I'm going to talk about how to recognize a relationship with the family member because it's not always just boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife. It can be a a family member that is the narcissist. So make sure you uh, check out that episode. And also, Joy will be talking about that on next week as well. The one thing that I learned in being in a relationship with the narcissist, no matter what I did, they were never happy with the results that I had. They would find little things to pick on me, but then now that I'm thinking about it, it was really them. No matter if it was something as cooking a meal, if it was something that I wore, even me just going to work was a problem. And when I really think about it, it's because they had low self-esteem. They weren't sure about themselves, so it was so easy to deflect everything on me and make it feel like I was the problem that even me, I had to like think, okay, I'm going crazy because nothing that I'm doing here in this relationship is going right. But when I was dealing with the narcissist, I was a lot younger. I want to say in my mid twenties. So I didn't know that this is what this disorder was called narcissism. I kind of chalked it up as not being happy. Plus I was young, so I didn't know the signs to look for and trying to make that person happy end up making me unhappy because nothing I did made them happy. So understand that this symptom comes in many shapes and forms, but the majority link is the entitlement, being self-important, And just not caring for others' needs and feeling of what, you know, what they've done to someone else. So let me give you some main signs of NPD. First, they have unrealistic expectations. Now, the thing that got me on this one is that the past relationship that I was dealing with, his expectations were so high that even he couldn't reach them, but he expected me to meet those same expectations. For them, just this, the sense of entitlement can make them feel like they deserve special treatment, excuse me, special treatment, special accommodation, special favors just for who they are. 
Another sign is lack of empathy. Most of the time, someone that is a narcissist can lack empathy. So basically making you feel like you are nothing. You know, they don't care what you're going through, what you've been through. That has nothing to do with them. So in the results of that, having them lacking empathy, they don't have compassion or any remorse for doing anything wrong. So where you may see they've done things wrong, they hurted your feelings, maybe even emotional abuse, they don't know. I mean, they don't think they did anything wrong in that aspect. Pride. Sometimes pride can be one of the factors of narcissists. They may come off as vain. Maybe they believe that they are all of that. Their appearances may not be the best, but to them, they are all of that. And I know all of us have some sense of pride for our self-worth, the way we look, but theirs go to a different level. Exaggeration. Now, with this one, I also dealt with because it was almost like no matter what they talked about, it was like an exaggeration of the story to boost them up, to make them look better. So where something could have been like a simple story, they had it to shine themselves in a better light, like their lifestyle is more than it really is. And in all of actuality, they wouldn't really even do anything, you know, just a basic life. But when they got around other people, they had to make sure that they look a certain way. You know, their exaggeration was their skills were exaggerated. Their accomplishments were exaggerated just so they look good in that light. Envy. Usually they feel some sense of envy because they want to feel like they're the most successful and powerful person in the room. So that need for constant admiration, they want to make sure that no one else is going to outshine them, do better than them. Even if it's brother and sister or uh, aunt and uncle or cousins, envy is one of the most common narcissistic sibling traits, you know, in family members. And that's the part that couldn't be scary, especially if it's a family member, because if you guys were raised the same, you grew up the same, there's no reason to envy a family member. But unfortunately, if they are not constantly feeling like they are that person, it could lead to them envying you. Mood swings. <laughs> Now, this was a big one. Someone that's a narcissist is usually fragile, and sometimes their mood swings are all over the place. And that was the thing that scared me the most, because you never knew where that person was coming from. One day, they were having a good day. The next day, they're having a bad day. Another day, you just don't know what's even going on with them. So like you're almost just waiting to see how they react before you can react. And sometimes that felt like almost aggression or an imbalance, even like manipulation. But just 
not knowing how that person was going to talk to you or how their day was going before you approach them was kind of scary. Another thing is being preoccupied with self. Now, with that, they feel self-centered, self-conscious. They have a strong sense of entitlement. Like I said, they feel like they should get the constant attention. They should be admired from others, that we should be thankful that we're in their presence. So just themselves, you know, it's almost like a high self-esteem to the 10th power. Now it's good for us to all have a healthy self-esteem. And there are times that we do have a higher health self-esteem. But for someone that comes with just constant expectation of somebody wanting to praise them and you should be glad to be in my presence, that's really a turnoff. Obsession with their parents. Now, sometimes there could be a fixation on how they look. And even if they don't look a certain way, somebody else may have a certain look or maybe a certain lifestyle or something that they fantasize about. So for them, if they don't have it, they fantasize about how it is to be successful, to have that power, to be beautiful. So they will always their appearance will be very important to them, how they portray themselves. You may see them always taking selfies. You know, they're always never with anybody else. It's just me, me, me. Look at me. This is how I look. This is how my house look. This is how my car look. Just the obsession of how they look in general. Broken or strained relationships. Narcissists usually tend to have a difficult time within their relationships with other people, especially their loved ones. Now, usually when you're in a relationship, especially like maybe your boyfriend, girlfriend, you usually tolerate some things that that spouse or that boyfriend and girlfriend might do. But in this particular sense, they're never happy in the relationship. They're always finding fault in the relationship or with you. And oftentimes, they can make you feel like nothing you do is right. So it kind of puts you to your breaking point. Like, if I'm doing nothing right, why am I even in this relationship? If nothing I do pleases you, then why am I in this relationship? So a lot of people tend to cut ties and just leave them all together. Now, the few traits that I've given off are just some of the bigger ones that I've noticed in a past relationship that I was in. But understand they come in different shapes and forms and I'm in no, by by no means, I'm a therapist. I have not diagnosed anyone with narcissism. I'm just talking about from my own personal experience. And I just wanna make sure if you're currently in a relationship with somebody that has these traits, do some research for yourself and just kind of see, hey, does any of this pertain to me and in the relationship that I am? Because if it is, you want to, one, seek help 
get with the therapist, get with the counselor that can help you identify if the person you're with or within a relationship with, whether it be boyfriend, girlfriend, or family, if these are some of the traits that they have, what can you do to remove yourself from this toxic situation? Because the thing is, no matter what you do, if this person has been clinically diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder, nothing you do is going to be right and nothing you can do to make them happy. So why stay in that relationship and try to please them and make it comfortable for them when they will never be happy? So I would rather you recognize the signs early and remove yourself from them. I hope this week's episode helped you. And don't forget to check out the interview next week with Joy Larkins. Until next week, keep on smiling. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and leave a review. If you know someone who would benefit from this podcast, please make sure you share. Until next week, keep smiling, learning, and striving for a second chance at life.
Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and leave a review. If you know someone who would benefit from this podcast, please make sure you share. Until next week, keep smiling, learning, and striving for a second chance at life.